Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Spark Plug Podcast. This is the season two, episode one premiere. We didn't talk about that before this, but do you guys think it should be season two, episode one premiere? New season? Yeah. Season right. two premiere of the Spark Club Podcast. Um, apologies for not uh, being active the past like little bit. I've had like the craziest two weeks of my life. Um, so that's kind of why I was not active. And um, and my apologies go out to not only you guys, but my two amazing co-hosts that I'm joined by too today as well. Um, Trey and Andrew, you guys know them. Uh, OKC Flow and Thunder Random, respectively, on Twitter. I apologize to not only the people listening, but also them, uh, my co-hosts as well. Um, just been it, it was it was crazy. I mean, they, they know about it, but we are back to talk about the Thunder post game. This is being recorded basically right after the game. Uh, it's eleven o two Eastern time. You know, the game started at eight p.m. So, my first thing that I wanted to open the pod with. First of all, you guys say hi. Say hello, Trey, Andrew. Yep. Hello. Um, Aaron Wiggins got a DMP tonight. That is the first thing I want to talk about. Out of everything, that really jumped off the page to me. He must have had a bad camp, something. I mean, we'll see. The preseason, like, he was shooting the lights out. And the same goes for Summer League as well. Also, anybody listening, I'm a little bit sick. You can't really hear it as much now. I've been a little sick the past couple days, but mostly healed up. <clears throat> just a little rasp in my voice at sometimes. Just wanted to point that out. But anyways, I don't know. I've seen somebody on Twitter, maybe Rylan Styles, maybe. Shout out Rylan Styles anyways. Um, Jay Will also did get a DMP. Yes, Jalen Williams, Jay Will out of Arkansas got a DMP as well. Which is really weird. Jerry was in foul trouble early. Yeah. He had four fouls in the first half. Um, never went to him. Really weird. Yeah. Also, Wiggins. Also, they were playing the guy whose name I can't say. Eugene Amarui. That's Wiggins. what I was gonna say. But I think that that was more of a size and physicality thing, because that man, as Ryland Styles would say, shout out again, Ryland Styles, um, has a great podcast um, with the Locked On Network. After you're done listening to this one, go check out that one, uh, Locked On Thunder. But he says he's built like a linebacker, and he wears number 97. He's really physical. He brings a lot of energy, um, and he, he did bring some energy off the bench. Um, I really liked what everybody brought to the Thunder today. Um, Usman Jang struggled a little bit. I think the first game jitters really got him. He played really good in preseason. I think he may have just been a tad bit nervous tonight, um, and this is obviously the best team he's played, counting preseason. Um, the Nuggets are good, but defensively, I would definitely give it to the Timberwolves um, over the Nuggets. So let me rephrase that and say defensively, this is the best team the Thunder has played, um, including preseason. So I think that may have just shook Oose a little bit, just a little bit. It was also, it was also weird with JRE being in trouble that we waited so long to get Muskie involved. 
Yeah, uh, Mike Muscala, his shot did not fall at the highest clip today. Um, I don't think he, I don't think he JRE in foul trouble instead of bringing in J Will or um, J Will Musty, we decided to go back to run with small ball. Yeah, and no, I'm I'm not saying um, Mike Muscala played necessarily bad. Um, he still gave that floor spacing. Um, he was 0 for 3 from 3, but he did hit a nice little mid-range. But he brings uh, veteran leadership, and he's a good drop big and pick and roll. Um, that's another thing. Um, the defensive tone was crazy, like the switch of tone from the first to second half. Um, I talked about this before the pod with you guys. The running out to shooters, we just seemed so slow in the first half. You know, I just, we were overloading on one side of the floor when Carl Towns caught it in the mid-range to mid-post. We would, like, I mean, pretty much everybody would uh, drift towards him, I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, And and rightfully so, Carl Towns attracts a lot of gravity, but I just, I guess we're kind of asleep. You know, like, we were just really late to get out to the shooters, I felt like, in the first half. Yeah, yeah I uh, there wasn't a lot of, I don't know, I didn't feel like there was a lot of energy out there at the beginning. Guys yep. were kind of just dragging their feet a little bit, not really. Uh, reacting really fast after the play is made or the pass is thrown, but not really identifying anything on the defensive end, the passing lane. Kind of just waiting for the ball to get there before they start moving. A little bit slow, both mentally and physically, to start out today. First game of the year, so you kind of expect it. Oh, yeah. And, and again, the reason I – oh, do you have any thoughts, Trey, before I, like, segue a little bit? Oh, I want to do it. I look at it, even if you want to say tired. Still playing basically 60 minutes. We played uh, JRE 12. We played. It just doesn't make sense that we wouldn't have been playing one of the areas for J. Especially with all 16 minutes. I think the biggest thing for me is uh, Poku got a lot of rebounds. He did really good. Uh, Thunder were really, really active on the offensive glass. Uh, always, I mean, I feel, I feel like the Thunder as an organization, really ever since I've watched, <clears throat> has been a really good rebounding team. Um, you know, obviously when I first started watching, it was led by Steven Adams, and uh, he really, and he's doing the same thing for Memphis right now. He just kind of has this effect with him where, you know, if he's playing for you, 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 you know, he does a really well, good job of boxing out. Even if he only gets seven, eight, nine rebounds, he boxes out so much, and it's just such like a uh, a thing that doesn't – it's not seen on the stat sheet by a lot of people. But anyways, um, shout-out to Steven Adams. But um, we rebounded by committee tonight very well, and Poku got a lot of boards. But I think he obviously did struggle with the size of Cat uh, and Rudy Gobert on the interior a little bit. But – it's not the worst thing because, of course, Poku's still packing on weight. Um, he still has a lot of length. 
And I think this season will serve well for him in terms of uh, learning how to defend bigs in the NBA in the paint and using his length more to defend in the post. He already, um, I feel like, does a pretty good job uh, defending using his length. He learned about that a lot last year. And I think he'll learn more about it this year in the post, specifically, the most. So I'm excited to see that development. He plays up to top percentage. He definitely did get bounced around some in the paint. We didn't. We, this whole game, we didn't see Poku give up. So we didn't see him get in, intimidated. While I was saying the pod, there was a couple possessions where Poku just wasn't. He just it seemed like he was lost on the floor. He would still come back to every possession and try to make something work. So it's definitely seeing that Poku is developing where he is ready to start getting big time minutes in NBA games, even if he doesn't put up the stats on a nightly basis of getting them. Yeah, uh, Poku finished with 11 points, seven boards, three assists, and a block with a plus five. Um, only shot three for 10 from the field, but 40% from three, two for five, which is very promising to see. And again, um, all love for Poku. I'm like his biggest fan. Love that man. And I'm really excited to see what he does. Let's go ahead and just get it out of the way. Shake up Alexander's a bucket, guys. Come on now. 32, bucket six, and five. Bucket guy. Man came off of a grade two MCL sprain where. You know, he did really good in terms of uh, recovering according to the timetable, really ahead of schedule, played 36 minutes, had 32 points in those 36 minutes, and just really heated up in that second half. He started out a little slow, uh, but I feel like really the whole team did, and he just he picked it up, man. 62% true shooting on a team that has a lot of really good defenders. I mean, Jaden McDaniels is a really good defender. Um, Rudy Gobert obviously at the paint and Shea loves to drive and uh, and shout out to the Thunder Bigs for spacing the floor like I said Mike Muscala obviously he didn't make a three but his presence JRE two for three on threes good to see him knock some uh, shots down after he really struggled in the preseason um, and Poku 40% it's just really encouraging to me to see those bigs Darius Baisley also hit a three um, it's just really encouraging to see our big men space the floor for Shea and um, obviously, just and Shea kicking it out. It's awesome. And I just, man, dude. Oof. I mean, it was great for me to see this because um, the Timberwolves gave Shea some trouble last year in like the hottest stretch of his career. If you all remember, post All Star break when he was scoring thirty a game, he I had, remember he had like a he had a stinker versus Minnesota. Like, and that was like the was one game bad. that he played bad. That was like the one game after the All-Star break he played bad. And this was kind of a revenge game for him, I feel like. I, I don't necessarily think he was like, I'm going to get my revenge. I don't think he was thinking about it. But for me, personally, this makes me happy because I'm like, he got his revenge. Whether he remembers it or not, he got his revenge. So, made me happy. Um, so, next I want to talk about Josh Giddy. Um, First of all, the chase down block he got at the end of the game was crazy. Did y'all see that? Yeah, he was uh, he was chugging it. Like, somebody threw a turnover, 
and there was like 15 seconds left, and I think it was Jaden McDaniels like, oh, I got an easy dunk. It's a game. They, we, they were like up three. There was nobody past half court. He took one dribble, slowed down, and Josh Giddy came out of nowhere and swatted him. And um, and the game got intense from there. Um, uh, uh, Minnesota ended up committing an offensive foul against Dort. We got the ball back. Trey Mann hit a floater. Then we fouled. Um, Turned the ball over a lot. Yeah, we did. We had like at least eight before the first half even ended because I remember st- we had. Let's see. Let me find it here. Turnovers. Like three chances. We have to, to a one score yeah, game. Thirteen. Yeah. Just we blew it. We had like three chances to put it down to a one score game. Like with under a minute left, and I think we turned the ball over every single time. Yeah. We turned the ball over and Shay hit front rim on a wide open third. Um another thing. Twenty seven to five run in the third quarter. Um from the that Thunder. Was wild. So hype, man. I was so hyped for that. Oh my goodness. It was crazy, bro. It was crazy. <clears throat> it was wild. Uh, what else do you guys want to talk about at this game? I mean, there's a lot to talk about. I just feel like I'm being like a mic hog right now. I'm talking a lot. The one thing I want to say is that Shay making a shot right. There's a lot of hype. There was a lot of we just couldn't get the three ball to stay. Yeah. And it definitely comes with Chip Elton everyone's trying to learn. Chip England? Just chipping. It's just going to be a learning process with them right now. The first game, shots are going to start to fall. It's seen them fall at times during the game. There's a lot of shots that we just didn't take advantage of. Yeah. Yeah, missing good looks is what makes bad teams bad, so. And we saw even like Dort pass up the three a couple times to drive it to the rim. It just seemed like we didn't. The three ball is not the right answer. Yeah. Um, side note this has nothing to do with the Thunder game. But the Utah Jazz are currently beating the Denver Nuggets by nine points. I just wanted to uh, throw that out there for anybody that cares. Uh, and Jokic is playing. Jokic has 25 points on 11 of 15, and they are losing. Um, I, I, Jamal Murray's four for 11, but I mean, he's, I mean, he's still probably shaking the rust off. I don't know. Sorry, I just want to. I was just looking at the scores and stuff. Crazy. Um, Mavs are up 17 at half on Phoenix. Man. I just... Luka owns the Suns. Nothing new. I don't... It just shocks me, dude. Like, I don't know. I really... I thought that they were going to come out a little more upset than 17-point deficit. I thought they were going to come out and like try and make a statement on their opening game that like, hey, this team beat us last year, but we're better. We we won it. But whatever. Anyways, um, the second yeah, half. Yeah, I kind of feel like the way that uh, the way that the Suns are run is kind of like, don't get all hyped up. Don't be all emotional. Be contained. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't really surprise me that they come out flat in a, you know, in an opener in a high stakes 
kind of emotionally high stakes. I guess I can see that. They're kind of contained. You know, Chris Paul, so. Monty Williams. Yeah, but like CP3 gets animated sometimes. I mean, he's always animated towards the refs. He gets animated when he yells at Scott he, Foster. Yeah, he gets animated at the part. refs all the time, and um, I always think about the the shimmy to Curry in the Western Conference Finals. I mean, he was feeling himself then. That was an anomaly. CP3 talks his crap sometimes, but anyways. Sometimes. Yeah, the second half defense from the Thunder really picked it up, in my opinion. Uh, rotations looked a lot better. Those double teams. I mean, I remember one time, as soon as Carl Towns touched it, we threw two at him. He shot a tough fadeaway over two defenders. You live with that. Um, they were much quicker to rotate. And Josh Giddy looks really good on defense, man. Like, he and looks hats off of Luke Gort too. improved. Yeah. Going one-on-one with, with Cat. Yeah, bro. Lou's. Hiding the hole in the bite with Cat. Lou the Beast, man. Sorry, Trey. I thought you were done. T- your mic cut out. Um, but we obviously all know Lou Dort's a lock. Um, all defensive team is coming soon. I wouldn't be surprised if it was this year. I think it's any time Lou Dort's going to get all defensive team. I think it'll come more with team success, obviously, but we're already a good defensive team. So I'm hoping he gets that recognition soon, like he deserves. But Josh Giddy looked really engaged in the weight he put on, the strength. He added, um, and the overall experience he gained from his rookie season looks to be benefiting him on the defensive end as well as the offensive end. Um, he just looks engaged, um, and he looks assertive on defense, I guess. Cutting off those, uh, I mean, getting out to shooters and then cutting off the driving lane. It's beautiful stuff. Um, beautiful stuff by the whole Thunder team. I love the rotations. It's fun to watch. Awesome stuff. Yeah, they play a nice, physical, smart brand of defense. I agree. It's kinda, I feel like Mark is definitely a defensive coach. He's, yes. Very good. It's obviously his specialty. Very good, very good defensive <clears throat> coach at that. Um, I was going to say something here, but I forgot. Josh Giddy confidently shooting a three ball. What do y'all think about it? Uh, I mean, I guess it's good that he's shooting it. I mean, he's not really making it yet, but it's good that he's shooting it. Uh, he hit two off the top of my head, I know. And I think he made I. He wasn't wowing me with his threes. I mean, he was taking them, and that part was different. But the making them part seemed basically the same. I know he at least but hit two. Bit better. He at least hit two, I know for a fact. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Did he shoot 40%? He shot, no, he shot seven threes. He shot two for seven. Um, Josh Giddy finished with 14 points, 11 rebounds, and four dimes. Two blocks as well. Again, to engage defensively. Um, real quick, before I, um, real quick, I just want to say um, prayers up to J-Dub. 
left the game with an apparent right eye injury after an elbow to the face. Um, non-intentional elbow, might I add. It was non-intentional. Just uh, went up for a dunk, and he got elbowed. Great contest. He made him miss the dunk. I don't think it was. They knew, I don't think they it knew was. they would call the foul on Oklahoma City, so he just elbowed. Uh, I don't think the foul should have not have been on Oklahoma City, but that's a different conversation. Yeah, yeah, refs were bad today. Praise up to J Dub, man. He looked like he was off to a great start. He was two for two. He knocked down a three very, very shortly before it happened. Uh, six points, two for two. Uh, hit his free throw. He had a crazy tough floater. Did you guys see that? Crazy tough floater for yeah, his first did. NBA bucket. He like, Faded away he like off his left foot. Yeah. Like, scooted. Yeah. Had five points, not six. I'm sorry. He played six minutes. Uh, he did have three fouls. Hopefully that's something he can uh, chill out on. And hopefully he won't miss too much time. Um, he did I, get a foul for elbows. <laughs> I honestly thought it was a concussion, to be honest with you guys, when I first seen it. Because somebody tried to like help him up, and he like fell back no no no. yeah that was gobert too dude i thought gobert like hurt his acl when he was holding his knee because somebody picked him up up. and he completely stumbled dude i was like oh bro nah i was like Uh, no i was like i was like no bro it made me so sad i was like yeah i was like there's no way like that's that would suck so bad especially like if there was a t-wolves fan watching that Obviously, there was. Why do why do the NBA people always make the Thunder play Rudy Gobert like the first week That's of season? So I thought I thought we played the Jazz opening day for like a thousand That's years. One in a row. I just hate we played the Jazz opening game last year, and we played the Jazz opening game the year the CP three year. Yeah, the CP three oh. year. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. A lot of fond memories versing the Jazz. Uh, yeah. Lou Dort's uh, first 40-point explosion. Remember that? Losing in the playoffs. Yeah. And, and then uh, Russell Westbrook yeah. yelling at fans. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of memories yeah. from Utah. Racism. <laughs> and a lot of cool stuff going on over there. Yeah, not good, not good. But, man, just a great game. Expectations. Great game. Great game. Basketball's um, back. It is. I'm just so excited, man. I'm like locked in. Um, I think I can speak for Trey and Andrew. We're we're locked in, man. We're gonna try our best to get you the best NBA and OKC Thunder content. Uh, we're locked in on the content grind um, on the podcast. I'm locked in on the YouTube. Uh, we're gonna go crazy. All right, we. Spark plug is going to take off. And y'all are going to get to say that you were here for the season two premiere of the Spark plug podcast. That's what you're going to get to say. Season two, baby. It is. It, it's coming. All right, guys. So this was just a quick little post game rundown. We're going to try and do one of these for as many game nights as possible, um, especially for the Thunder. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to. We're going to do everything we can to get you guys weekly episodes, maybe multiple every week. Like I said, we're going to try and do one for every game night at least. I know these are a lot shorter. We're going to try to do like a longer just league podcast. Yeah. And that'll be Base, like how we were doing Mondays. Yes. Or what, during the off season. We don't know which day, but 
we'll try to get one of the longer form podcasts out to you for sure. Do a game or something. No doubt. That's still the basic staple of the podcast is uh the weekly recap of the NBA. Um, also expect Spark Plug Player of the Day back. Uh, Spark Plug Player of the Day. Something we haven't got to do since the finals because, you know, off season. But for me... Because yeah, they don't play games. Yeah. Here, let's grab one. Let's grab one. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm going to do right now. For me, my Spark Plug Player of the Day is going to be... I'm going to pick for the Thunder game. Give me Jaden McDaniels, Who's man. The... Uh, Jaden McDaniels. Do one for the Thunder game and we'll do one for other games. Okay. Um, 19 points on 50% from the field, 9 of 10 on free throws, and he played some really good defense, uh, especially in that first half against Shea Gildas-Alexander, namely. So, yeah, just uh, great defense from from him and, and my spark plug player of the day. All right, well, my spark plug player of the day for my non-Thunder game is definitely going to be Colin Sexton. Pouring in 20 points off the bench, 50% from the field. He come off the bench? 20 points off the bench. In 20 minutes. Leading score. 20 points in 20 minutes for Colin Sexton. My goodness. And leads the, the, uh, hmm, what do I call this jazz team? Uh, bad. The bad jazz team to a win over the hopeful title contenders and the Denver Nuggets. So I'll go Colin Sexton. And then for the Thunder game, I'm not going to do a Timberwolves player. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> mm, I'll go Poku. Poku was really solid tonight. I did. I liked Poku's game. I just, uh, Daniel, Daniel stuck out to me tonight for some reason. He had a lot of great plays. So Timberwolves dropped a lot of scrappy defenders who were no good on offense. It's kind of what they did. Um, they want, they want Kevin Garnett, and they draft Andrew Bogut. Ooh. Okay, so um, my Spartan Club player of the game for not the Thunder game is going to be your puppy. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> the puppy going crazy. Puppy. puppy going crazy. Puppy go crazy. Oh, God. Puppy going crazy for real. Oh, goodness. I'm still looking for a... No, I'm thunder. Oh, this went insane. <laughs> it's all good. It is all good. Um, so my uh, spark plug player of the game for not the thunder game is Cam Reddish because I'm gonna be pushing this agenda all year. He played 28 minutes, 22 points, five rebounds, three steals, one block. Cam Reddish, Reddish did something. 60 percent from the field, and 50 from threes. He was just. Great. He played great in a close game against Memphis. Bro, I'm going to... <laughs> um, <clears throat> My spark plug player of the game for not the Thunder game is going to be, first of all, I want to point out uh, Johnny Davis, Mark Williams, and Keegan Murray have all got DNPs tonight. I just find that Keegan Murray one was really weird. Yeah, that's I know. like really weird. I mean, that's it, they're still at half, and unless he's in off the bench. Let me let me. No, he's still not played. Um, Mark Williams has not uh, did not play tonight, and nor did Johnny Davis. I just I mean they're all lotto picks. 
I just and especially Keegan, the fourth overall pick in the draft, I just find that very interesting. But anyway, did he play really well in the summer league? <clears throat> well, I didn't hear about Johnny Davis. Pre-season. Johnny Davis played like buns in the freaking preseason, dude. Absolute buns, bad, bad. He just couldn't find a shot. Fair enough. But last part of the day or not the Thunder game is going to be. Bojan Bogdanovic, newest member. Well, I don't know if he's the newest. Probably not for the Detroit Pistons. Um, I had to check the transaction report to fact check myself on that. Uh, yeah, Bojan. Uh, he led the team in scoring with 24 on 50%, 8 of 16, 6 of 10 from 3, just shooting the lights out, man. And um, really helped the Pistons edge out the win against the Orlando Magic. Also, special shout-out to Paulo Boncaro, 27-9-5 in his NBA debut with two blocks as well. And Jalen Suggs, too. After some injury unsurety, he came out in 25 minutes and had 21 points on 8 for 11 and scored, uh, let's see here, 12 straight points for the Magic at one point. Shout out Real, the Real app for that stat. Look that up on the App Store, Google Play. Fantastic app for NBA. Real app. Yes, look it up. It's fantastic. It's better than ESPN. It's better than... uh, Tell me about the Real app. NBA What's so app. great about the real app? The real app, uh, basically, you can follow your favorite team. Uh, you get uh, real time. Real, real. Oh, you do good. You get real time. This is not sponsored by the real app, by the way. You get real time. Oh, it will be. <laughs> That'd be awesome if it was. No, what if? And Trey is going to close us out here with his uh, Thunders, uh, Thunder Minnesota Games Sportsbook Player of the Day. Well, I'm actually currently still looking for it, so just give me a second. Um, take your time, take your time. You know what? I'm going to go Terry and Tim. Okay. He played well. Uh, 11 points, 3 rebounds, 1 assist. But he had a couple big still a couple big charges. Um, That definitely helped out. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. He the, did draw a couple of those. Edition. Yeah. He drawed like 2 or 3 at least. And then... He was also good on rebounding, and he shot well from uh, the three, 75%, 80% from the field. So, played a nice game, only 12 minutes. But no, yeah, those, uh, those Chinese taken won't show up on the box score, but definitely some impactful, impactful um, play. Uh, yeah, I agree for sure. Um... Also, I would want to not. I want to shout one more person out. Uh, shout out Benedict Mathen. Played great coming off the bench. Oh yeah, um, for the Kings or not for the Kings, but for Pacers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was surprised not to see him start though. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. With that being said, I think this is going to come to an end. Um. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I appreciate you guys sticking with us. We appreciate you guys sticking with us uh, through it all, Um, and yeah, just thunder up, and we will see you guys probably on Saturday for the Nuggets recap. Also, I will be in the Paycom Center for my first ever Thunder game on Sunday. So hype. Um, wahoo. Yeah, no. Seriously, if I could yell wahoo like a um, <laughs> non-specific Italian plumber that we 
won't mention. Um, I would, but it's it's quiet time at the at the residence right now in my house. But anyways, I'm excited, super excited. If y'all be there, you don't probably know what my face looks like, but you'll maybe know my voice. So hey, how you doing? Is that Italian plumber start with a W or does it start upside down W? Or does it start with an L? It starts with an unspecified letter from the alphabet ranging between A and Z. It um, starts with an L just like the Thunder season. At all. It starts with an L like the Thunder season. That's great. Um, but yeah. a hard fought L. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, God bless you guys. Have a great night, great day, whenever you're listening, and thunder up. Thunder up. Thunder up.